0: Hello, welcome to episode 40 of Pixelated Perspectives. This is Tanya, and I'm so happy to be connecting again with you. So happy to be putting out another episode. Um, This one is all about how sensible nature really is. And we're taking a look at primarily the first biological law of nature that really describes and explains the cause of every known so-called disease to man. And these are diseases that just arise by themselves, you know, without a external cause of injury or a poison or severe malnutrition. Those three things, well, they, they don't apply to these laws because if you were sick because of severe malnutrition, then that is the cause. If you, you know, you're experiencing symptoms because you had a a car accident and you broke some limbs, well that is the cause of those symptoms. And same with poison, right? If you ingest poison, literal poison, then that would be the cause of your symptoms. But as far as diseases that arise out of nowhere, chronic diseases or cancer or allergies, psychosis, any of these things, they apply To these biological laws of nature, to German new medicine, this knowledge that was discovered over 40 years ago by Dr. Hammer, the cause of disease is what is described by the first biological law. So in conventional medicine, we know that the cause is never looked at. The cause is never really truly known. It's based on statistics and it's based on theories. In conventional medicine, it's the symptom that is in the forefront. It's always the goal is to try to suppress the symptom, to try to get rid of the symptom. Because, of course, in that model, symptoms mean your body's malfunctioning. There's a mistake within your body. It's, it's attacking its own cells or um, it's tr- it got transmitted by some other outside thing. In German medicine, and when we, we talk about these biological laws of nature, well, that, those concepts do not exist. And so you will soon find out the actual cause and it changes everything. It changes the way that we look at disease because we don't have to come from this state of panic anymore when we hear a diagnosis or when we wake up with a severely sore knee out of nowhere or or we develop arthritis in our left hand. Like there's always an explanation nature is sensible and I'm going to go through some examples that show you just how sensible nature really is and what the biological purpose of these cellular adaptations are when they happen. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. The first biological law states that at the moment of a conflict shock, a sensible you know, significant biological program starts and helping me to deal with the problem, to survive the conflict, to resolve the problem as soon as possible. That's nature's therapy. It's built right into us. And the sensible biological programs of nature that are switched on during unexpected distress or conflict in animals and in us because we share these laws with all of nature. So whatever the conflict theme may be, They all have something in common, these these special programs, and that is our body switches into prolonged states of stress while we're conflict active, and as long as there is a resolution to the conflict, we will switch then into a prolonged state of rest. So the cause is the unexpected phone call of bad news, or witnessing an accident, or that argument I had with my spouse, or the loss of a loved one. That is the cause. And this can be proven by obtaining a brain scan and you will see a measurable lesion formation on the brain while I'm or someone is in conflict active phase. And this lesion, it looks like a target ring formation. And depending on how I perceive my shock determines the, the location of this lesion in the brain. And this is called a hammer focus, by the way, in German medicine. So Depending on how I perceive the shock and associate it will determine the location of the brain and thus which organs and tissues are going to be affected. So where the disease, the so-called, quote, disease will be located. So, for example, if I have a morsel conflict, then my hammer focus is located in the brainstem and this brain relay controls the endodermal tissues, which are the glands. So there's always a cell increase in the conflict active phase, which purposefully and sensibly provides an increase in function to those glands. So while I'm active with my conflict, a cauliflower-like growth will form in my intestine so that it will be better able to digest that indigestible morsel. And in nature for animals, the morsel is almost always a literal food morsel. But for us, for us humans, we can associate a a morsel uh, figuratively. Like if the news I just received was so awful, I just couldn't digest it. It just was indigestible for me. And that's the way I associated it. So speaking in terms of an animal in nature, while it's got, you know, a piece of food or a piece of bone stuck in the intestine, those, there's cell proliferation, which increases the secretion of digestive fluids. And the whole purpose of that is to break down that morsel as quick as possible in order to help that morsel pass, okay, and be digested. And once that is digested and it passes that stuck bone or stuck piece of food, then the cell division stops automatically and it enters the healing phase. And all at once, nature turns on the microbes. You can look at these as nature's surgeons. And in this case, fungi to break down the tumor growth that is no longer needed. And at the end of the healing process, the animal is well again. The program is completed. So this is just the case with us. So once I have resolved my conflict of receiving the bad news, because perhaps my friend is now safe and all is well, And in that instant that I have relief and I feel like there's a resolve, then my system automatically switches into a lasting state of rest. This is the autonomic nervous system. And just like with the animal, fungi is used to break down my tumor growth. And this is where my symptoms arise. I will have, you know, night sweats. I'll have fever, pain, vomiting, or diarrhea. But these symptoms tell me exactly what the conflict theme was that I had just resolved. So I'm not seeing the symptoms as worrisome and needing to get rid of because they're causing me to feel so poorly. No, I just see see them as these sensible, significant biological adaptations and a response to what I just experienced. They are a reason to celebrate, in fact, since they indicate I've resolved a conflict and I'm now healing. So it's a completely different mindset. It's a paradigm shift with the healing knowledge. So once the breakdown of tissues is complete in my colon, then my symptoms disappear. We have to keep in mind the healing phase is proportionate in duration and intensity to the duration and intensity of my conflict active phase. So if my conflict active phase lasted maybe days or weeks, then I can expect days or weeks to have and experience my healing symptoms and so just the same as if it lasted only a couple hours then I can expect some healing symptoms for a couple hours. Now if I didn't know GNM I would have went to emergency for my symptoms and the doctor would have run tests and seen that there's tubercular bacteria in my intestines and extra cells and declare cancer and then I'm trapped. Conventional medicine sees the symptoms and sees the harmful tubercular bacteria and concludes a disease, but without the understanding of the cause. The cause of my undigestible morsel conflict. Without the understanding of nature's sensible biological programs naturally endowed for us and for our survival. Like, that is the point of these biological programs. Now, let's say you wake up to three feet of snow And now you have to go and shovel the driveway, which you intensely dislike. And that's the cause. That's the moment you associate or experience this incredible annoyance of shoveling the driveway as a stink conflict. This situation sucks. Oh, this, this just sucks. This is so annoying. This is the association. And immediately again, nature's sensible biological programs begin in this case The hammer focus would be visibly measured in a CT scan in the region of the cerebral cortex, specifically the sensory cortex, which controls all squamous epithelium tissue. And in that instant, there is cell loss in the nasal mucosa, that nasal membrane. So, the whole purpose biologically of this cell ulceration is to widen the nasal passageway in order to enhance the sense of smell. Because, think about it, in nature, the ability to better smell danger or trouble is sometimes a matter of life and death so nature's programs whether we perceive them as a literal but whether whether we experience a literal stink conflict or a figurative one like having to be waking up to three feet of snow and having to shovel the driveway that's a figurative stink conflict nature doesn't know the difference and so the program runs regardless but after you've finish you know, finished uh, shoveling the driveway, you've resolved your conflict. You're in the house now, you're making a warm drink, and immediately the tissue now is restored through cell proliferation. And of course, this is where you're going to get the common cold symptoms. So this is a stuffy nose, um, and the stuffy nose is caused by the swelling of the nasal membrane. There's a reduced sense of taste and smell. You get nasal discharge, you're blowing your nose, you're sneezing. And so this is just the elimination of the remnants of the repair process, even headaches and fever, if, if um, your stink conflict was lasted a little bit longer and was more intense. But in this case, in this example, since your conflict only lasted the time it took to shovel the driveway, let's say 30 minutes or so, then your symptoms will be mild and only last about 30 minutes too. So again, the symptoms aren't random. They're not because you caught a cold from your neighbor's potluck dinner last night or because somebody sneezed on you. No, the cause was the stink conflict. And the symptoms pointed to how you experienced or associated that annoyance of waking up to three feet of snow. It was clearly a stink conflict. Now, let's look at what conventional medicine diagnoses as general to herpes which is assumed to be a bacterial or viral infection that uh, spreads through sexual contact. Now this is the narrative, okay? And all the terms we've all heard before, like HIV, HPV, penile candidiasis, vaginal candidiasis, and so on, all of these are diagnosed according to their symptoms. But based on nature's, again, sensible laws, we already know that these are healing symptoms, so sexually transmitted diseases cannot be transmitted or spread from one person to another since they are already healing indications. And you can't spread or transmit a conflict healing to another person. So what is actually happening when something like genital to herpes seems to have spread from one person to another sexual partner is a shared conflict. So whether on the cervix, vagina, or penis, the cause is the shared sexual separation conflict. Okay, It could be the loss of a sexual mate or a partner, uh, sexual rejection, unwanted sex, sexual abuse, the fear of getting a transmitted disease, or sexual abstinence because of a belief that you might be infected. So, here's the biological significant program set on by a sexual separation conflict, where, in the instant it was perceived by the psyche or the subconscious mind, and if both mates share the same type of conflict at the same time, then the program is initiated in them both so now, in order to experience symptoms around the same time, they would have went into resolution around the same time also. So let's go through the program. While in conflict active phase, a measurable hammer focus would show up in a CT scan exactly in the same area of the cerebral cortex for both of these individuals. And this is how the cause is provable, by the way. The corresponding brain relay to this area controls the ectodermal tissues and therefore cell ulceration begins in the area of the sexual conflict. So cell loss, okay, the biological purpose of the cell loss in this instance is a decrease in sensitivity serving the purpose of not being able to feel anything in order to better cope with the sexual uh, separation. But once the conflict is resolved, the body's response is to naturally replenish the tissues with the help of bacteria and here is where the symptoms are experienced. And depending on the area, vaginal dermatitis, itching and pain and inflammation, these are the symptoms that are diagnosed as genital herpes. So you can see the actual cause of so-called disease is an unexpected conflict shock. And in German new medicine, this is known as a DHS, a Dirk-Hammer syndrome. And this is that first biological law of nature. Every disease, illness, allergy, uh, diabetic, arthritic, cancer, psychosis, rash, infection, chronic conditions, and the list goes on and on. It can be explained through these biological laws. Now, as I said before, they do not apply to illness that is caused by severe malnutrition, actual poisoning, or by a, a physical injury. But any condition that arises on its own has a biological cause. And that is part of nature's sensible, significant laws. If you're new to German New Medicine and would like to dive into deeper into these natural laws, I always include links in the show notes to read more. And also, I have a monthly membership now where we meet every second Monday and on Zoom. And we go through actual case studies and examples and we delve into the specifics and really get a grasp into these biological laws so that Ultimately, you're in a place of less fear and panic when it comes to symptoms or diagnoses. Just think of the value of life when we live with less fear and panic, when we don't need to feel like we are stuck in a medical system that doesn't understand these laws. Like, it just... It. They're all. It's just all been a misunderstanding. It's disease has been a misinterpretation of what is actually happening, and you know it. It's not in our systems. It's not in our education systems for our children. It's not in the universities and for the doctorates, and and there's a very specific reason why. And I won't get into the politics because most people who listen to this podcast already have a really good exp- or a good idea of the reasons why this is. Not mainstream knowledge. And, um, they're not planning for it to be mainstream. You know, this, this knowledge, these five biological laws that have been around or been discovered over 40 years ago, but they've been around since the beginning of time. This knowledge is suppressed very, very much. And, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to get into why, but just understanding the basics is all we need in order to have a paradigm shift of seeing symptoms not as the enemy, not as the malfunction and mistake, but there's a cause for that. And it helps us get in touch with what we just experienced. And then it takes away the fear because yes, we may have symptoms that still need to be um, addressed or still do need to be addressed. And we might use therapy to help help us deal with the symptoms as we're going through them if they're very severe and intense and that's okay but you're you're coming from it from a perspective that it's not your body making mistakes and there's nothing innately wrong your body is responding as it naturally would in nature and it's all very significant it's sensible and meaningful so it's okay to have therapy it's okay to you know if we have a crank and headache use, you know, take that Advil go ahead, but understand that the, it's just part of the healing phase, and once that program is completed, the symptom will go away all by itself, but if you need to take something in the meantime, then take it, and don't feel bad, but come from a place that it's not, there's not a mistake, it's happening for a very purposeful reason, so I hope this has been a helpful episode, I know we went through this really quickly, but I wanted to jam-pack it um, with some some information that's very concrete and some examples that can be uh, learned by because I learn best through examples and case studies and uh, because they're relatable. We can all relate to this information. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at TanyaVirquin.ca or on the socials at Tanya